0: Welcome to the Kingdom Truth Podcast with Bible Teacher Yolanda Tyler. Bible Teacher Yolanda Tyler teaches the good news of Jesus Christ and Biblical Christian principles that empower all people with real-life timeless applications for daily kingdom living. Now here's your host, Bible Teacher Yolanda Tyler, sharing kingdom truths for kingdom living. Well, praise the name of the Lord, everybody. We are excited about God's word on this day. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, Father. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Father, we pray for every online listener that they will hear your word and receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to start a new sermon series today. The title is the true gospel of salvation. Our scripture reference is Galatians chapter 2 verses 15 to 21. I will be reading in your hearing from the New American Standard Version of the Bible. We are Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law but through faith in Christ Jesus. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, since by the works of the law, no flesh will be justified. But if while seeking to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have also been found sinners. Is Christ then a minister of sin? May it never be. For if I rebuild what I have once destroyed, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I die to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died needlessly. Now, just for a little background about the book of Galatians, it is written by the Apostle Paul, and he is writing to the churches of Galatia. The recipients are the Gentile and the Jewish Christians, and many New Testament scholars believe the Galatian letter was written to Christians in South Galatia. The book of Galatians is the first of Paul's 13 letters, and this epistle was written after Paul's first missionary journey. So we know that he and Barnabas, his co-pastor, are returning to Antioch. So Antioch is the place or the setting in which this writing takes place. And Peter comes down from Jerusalem to visit them. So to understand the context of our foundational scriptures, let's look at the previous chapters and passages. So in chapter one, we know that the apostle Paul is defending his apostleship. And in verse one, he makes it very clear and plain that he was not sent from men, nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God, the father who raised him from the dead. And then we find in verse six and seven, that he immediately addresses the trouble in the Galatian churches. And he is amazed that the Galatian Christians have now deserted Jesus and have embraced a perverted gospel. And in verses eight and nine, the apostle Paul reminds them that even if we should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed or that word means eternally condemned. And then he says in verse nine, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. So now here's what's happening in the Galatian churches. There were some Jewish Christian teachers whom the Apostle Paul refers to as false brethren, according to Galatians two four, who had secretly infiltrated the churches of Galatia. They had deceptive motives. They were spreading their own false doctrine, their own false theology in order to Judaize Christianity. So they were called Judaizers. And in Galatia, there were many, many Gentile converts. And these Judaizers, they came in to try to confuse them about their salvation. And they were teaching them that they needed to be circumcised, and they had to adhere to the law and trying to get them to revert back into legalism. And Peter, as a leader in the church and one of the most prominent of all the apostles, used to eat with the Gentile converts, with these believers. They celebrated the love feast together, the Lord's table together. But after the false Jewish teachers came in, Peter began to slowly retreat and withdraw from his Gentile brothers and sisters. He was playing the hypocrite, developing racism towards them and refusing to eat with them. And so when we get to chapter two, verse 11, the apostle Paul opposes Peter to his face for acting like the perverted gospel the Judaizers are teaching is true. He rebukes Peter openly and publicly now, Peter is afraid. He's walking in fear. And he also has Barnabas and the rest of the Jews joining him in this hypocrisy and developing racism towards their Gentile brothers and sisters. So, Paul continues his open rebuke and this heated theological argument. So, when we get to verse 15, it reads, we are Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles. So the Apostle Paul is speaking in the first person personal plural pronoun. He includes himself. He includes Peter, Barnabas, all the Christian Jewish leaders, and all of the other Christians that have joined Peter in this hypocrisy. And the Apostle Paul is defining their positions as Jews. They were born into Jewish families, they were Israelites. They were God's chosen people. They were circumcised as Paul confirms his circumcision in Philippians 3.5. These Jews, they knew the Mosaic law. They knew what it was to live under the law and in accordance to the scriptures. They understood and they observed all all of the Jewish customs and traditions, and they knew the Jewish religious system very well. Their ancestors were Jewish, their forefathers were Jewish, they knew how to honor the Sabbaths, they understood the significance about the new moons and the offerings and the love feasts. So the Apostle Paul stated, We are Jews. They worshiped the one true living God, Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they had special privileges and advantages for being Jews and also special responsibilities from God. That is who they were. So the Apostle Paul stated, we are Jews by nature. The word nature meant by birth, by physical origin. They were natives. And in this very same verse, the Apostle Paul makes a contrast and says, and not sinners from among the Gentiles. The word sinner here is used in a generic context or a generic description and synonymously with Gentiles. Please know that Paul was not saying he and his Jewish brothers were not sinners. Paul uses the same word sinners In a descriptive manner in Galatians 2.17, where it states, But if, while seeking to be justified in Christ, we, Jews, ourselves, have also been found sinners. And we know the scripture Romans 3.23 states, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So the Apostle Paul makes this contrast saying, They are not sinners from among the Gentiles. Gentiles were pagan, they were from foreign nations. They did not have the revealed written law to guide them or the Torah. They didn't have the Holy Scriptures to show them how to live. They were considered unclean. They didn't know anything about Jewish customs or traditions or the feasts and the festivals. They didn't honor the Sabbath or... Or observe any holy days. They didn't adhere to circumcision. They didn't worship the one true living God. They were polytheistic. They worshiped several false gods. They were at a disadvantage naturally and spiritually. So the apostle Paul is saying, we are not like them in any sense. And that speaks to us today. We too have special privileges as children of the most high God and responsibilities from the Lord as the Jewish Christians and leaders in the day Paul penned the scripture. And unlike the Gentile sinners, as the apostle Paul spoke of in a generic sense, we have the revealed written Word of God, the Holy Bible, the living Word of God, the Logos. And we have Jesus, according to John 1, 1, the Logos of God. We have the Holy Ghost. We are way ahead of the game. We worship the one true living God, Jehovah, Yahweh, our great God and King, the same God, the Lord thy God that changes not that the Jewish Christians worship. We are at a great spiritual advantage and we have special privileges, but we also have responsibilities and must be accountable as God's children. Our behavior must match what we believe because we are set apart for God. And as the Apostle Paul continues this theological argument in Galatians 2.16, it states, Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Christ Jesus. So our first point is, the true gospel of salvation is for all mankind. Knowing in this verse means to see, to perceive with the eyes, to discern, to behold, or to examine and ex- inspect. It also means to get knowledge of and understand or to experience. So what is the apostle Paul saying that his Jewish brothers and sisters and the other leaders should know? He makes a general negative declaration in this verse that states that a man is not justified by the works of the law. The word man comes from the Greek word anthropos. The definition is a human being, whether male or female, or all of humanity, and all of mankind. So this biblical truth breaks every barrier that divides mankind. It breaks the color barrier, the race barrier, the social status or familial status barrier. It breaks every barrier of class or religion or caste system. It means any man, man or woman, any boy or girl, black or white, Hispanic, rich or poor, Chinese, American, Indian, Vietnamese, Asian. It is the totality of human beings in every part of the world. It is inclusive for all mankind. The true gospel of salvation is for all mankind. And you may ask Bible teacher Tyler, so who is this one true living God? that you all worship well I'm glad you asked Because the only way to come to God the Father is through His Son, Jesus Christ. And Romans 10, 9 states that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you shall be saved. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for salvation that's taking place all around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you until we meet again. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Truth Podcast with Bible teacher Yolanda Tyler. Please subscribe to our podcast so you will know when the next episode is published. To hear more biblical teachings and give to support the ministry, please visit our website at www.thekingdomtruth.org. That is www.thekingdomtruth.org. God bless you until we meet again.